And I want to encourage y'all with this. Whatever you do, do not die fool. Do not die fool. Whatever you do, whatever you have been uh, called and chosen to do, whatever you have been assigned to do, make sure that you do not leave this earth full. Don't even leave if you know that God is going to elevate you and promote you. Do not leave the level that you're on until you have done everything that you have been purposed to do. You understand what I'm saying? Whatever you do, make sure that you do not die fool. As a matter of fact, I I refuse to let anybody connect it to me. If if you if you don't want to, because I, I, I don't have time to fight you. I don't have time to um fight against you if you fighting. Um doing what God has called you to do because there's so much um, there's so much um, so so much work that I gotta do um, you know and it's not about having individual meetings and you know all of that I, I believe this strongly Watch my life. Um, listen to what I say when I speak. And you you will find something not to just inspire you, but something to provoke you to want to do your work of ministry. Whatever it is that God has called for you to do. And uh, again, last night owes me nothing. Um... You know, I have the best, the best, the best um, supporting partner in my, in my corner. And, um, and that's, that's my husband. I, I, I have a great supporting cast. Um, All of my sons and daughters in ministry, those people who are truly connected to me. uh, Thank you for everybody who prayed um, and went into intercession. Uh, for me, the service, the convocation that uh, Rama Gathering ha- has had this week, um, I, I, I am extremely honored. Um, listen, I, I, I'll say this, um, and I want you to hear me good. Your positivity, okay, your your positive attitude. Your drive to pursue, to push, and to be, just be you, okay? Just be you. Some Somebody, somebody is looking for you to be who you are. 
this is the morning shift. Somebody is looking for you to be who you are. Sometimes you can think like, oh my God, me being me is, you know, is, is not traditional. It's I'm just me, you, uniquely me. And people are not, you know, accustomed to this and da 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 da. Just be you. Somebody is looking for somebody like you. If you will, please make this declaration with me today. Somebody, there, I'm like, put it like this. there are people looking for somebody like me. There are people, say it with me, there are people looking for somebody like me. This is for all of us. This has nothing to do with church, has nothing to do with um, any, anything religious or what. Some There are people looking for somebody like you to have in their life to have in their corner, to have as a partner, as a friend, uh, looking for somebody like you. And I am so grateful that many, many years ago that God, I won't even put it on God. Um, But that James Smith, who is on here now, um, really authorized and endorsed. I like that word better. He endorsed me being unapologetically me because I, I tried um, to modern and, and pattern myself after the stereotype of a pastor's wife. Uh, what I what I saw and everything that you see, even though it's not bad, but everything that you see is not you. And everything that you're trying to um, accommodate in terms of what a position should look like is not you. So when he endorsed me many, many years ago, before this was, had nothing to do with me being a pastor, I was nowhere, I was a little bit saved. I was a pastor's wife, but I was a little bit saved. Uh, he endorsed the freedom to be me. Somebody is looking for you. And I encourage you not to be afraid to be you. And I want to say to you this morning, whatever you do, whatever you do, every painful place in your life, every disappointing place in your life, every hard place in your life, all of the hard stuff, God help me, that you have had to go through and live through and cry through and fake your way through, you know, um, all of that, God is going to use that if you will uh, if you will submit to it 
God is going to use all of that to make you, mm -hmm, to make you and your influence and your example to make you who he needs for you to be. And there will come a time. Watch your mouth, girl. There will come a time. Hallelujah. There will come a time now that you're going to look back over the very things that you cried about. You're going to look back over the very things that you thought were meant to destroy you. You're going to look back over the testimony that you were ashamed to tell. That you were afraid to tell. And say, I appreciate you. You're going to look back. Uh, one day, it may not be the day for you. But one day, you're going to see it for what God meant it to be. One day, you're going to look back at that place. You're going to look back at the betrayal. You're going to look back at the brokenness. You're going to look back at the barrenness. You're going to look back at the setback. You're going to look back at the pain. You're going to look back at the adultery. You're going to look back at the infidelity. You're going to look back, God help me here, at the rape. You're going to look back at the molestation and you're going to say, I appreciate you. There was a time I cursed you. Yeah, there was a time I cursed you because I didn't understand it then. But you're going to look back at those moments in time and say, I appreciate you. Mm -hmm. I appreciate you. Because if it had not been, God have mercy, for some of the hell that I've had to walk through in my life. If it had not been for some of the dry places and, and difficult places and hard times and knockdowns ooh, and letdowns in my life. I would not be able. Who to stand mm, as sure as I stand today. I'm telling you, beautiful people. Yeah, Holy Ghost. Who you can't see it now. But I'm I promise you, if you allow God to mold you, if you'll stop fighting, if you'll stop kicking, if you'll stop uh resisting. The call, the purpose, the assignment on your life and the places that he allows you to move through and allows you to live through, allows you to go through, honey, whoo, whoo, God help me here. I found out, I got to move y'all. I found out beautiful people. I have to get to that next week. I found out. God help me, that many of us have made a decision to live. We've, we've allowed ourselves to make places that were only meant to be temporary, permanent. Some of the, the, the let me, I want to say, the things that God has allowed us to go through were temporary. I dare you share this with five of your friends right now. That there are some things, there are things in your life 
the things that you have gone through in your life, God meant for them to be temporary places. However, we've, 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 we've had the tendency to try and make those places permanent. God didn't mean for you to stay there. Every hurtful place, he didn't mean for you to stay there. Every hard place, he did not intend for you to stay there. But we, we get comfortable. We get married to comfort. And some of us have gotten comfortable in temporary situations. You cannot afford to remain in a place where God has said your season is up. You cannot afford to remain in a place where God said the time for you to be there is up. It's time now, God help me here, for you to be about the Father's business. It's time for you to be about your work of ministry and let go of your temporary. Mm -hmm. And let go of the things and the hurt that people have caused you, the frustrations and the pain that people have caused you, the letdowns, the setbacks, the falls, the failures. It was meant to be temporary, not permanent. It was meant to be temporary, God help me here, and not permanent. Stop trying to live, God help me here, in a place where you are only supposed to be passing through. You are only supposed to be passing through there. I know you thought that was going to be forever. I know you thought that's where you were going to be for the rest of your life. I know that's a place that you had gotten comfortable in. I know it's a place where you didn't want to move from. Maybe it was the pain that that's paralyzed you, the pain that, that held you there. But I'm telling you, there's a... All of us that are here today that's listening to this word, stop trying to remain in a place that God only meant for you to stay temporary. All of the oh, all of the fire that you've gone through, all of the storms that you've been through, all of the sickness, the ailments, oh my God, your downtroddenness, all of those were temporary places. God help me here, that God was using to send you through, to develop you and make you into who he wants you to be. I, I do, you cannot afford uh, to remain hidden in your temporary place. Kingdom of God has need of you. And I'm telling you, beautiful people, there, there are people whoo, looking looking for you. There are people who need you. Again, I am not, I am not tunneling or even funneling this into just your walk as a believer. I'm, this is everything, honey. I'm talking about on your job. I'm talking about in your family. Everywhere you're so, there are people, huh, oh God help me, mm. there are people looking for you, but they cannot find what they need because you're, you, you've become content and hiding in comfort, content with hiding in temporary. But Smith, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I don't know. Honey, listen, be successful at anything. You got to fall in love with your work. Fall in love. I know, I know it seems 
asinine. I know it seems funny. I know it seems hard to do. Whew. But you have to you have got to figure out a way to love what hurt you. Whew. To love what you couldn't understand. To love what you couldn't figure out. To love what you can't even explain why. It's, uh, it's not, you got to get beyond. It's no longer why it happened in terms of why it happened. You know, the why it happened, like why it had to be me. You got to figure out why it happened. God help me. And learn to love. Uh, ever, I'm telling you, I have figured out through the help of the good Lord and the word of God and my husband. And his teaching and his consistency in the kingdom. I've learned to say to the very things oh, that almost killed me. The very things that almost took me out. The very things, God help me, that made me hate God. The very things that made me despise church. The very thing that made, it, made me not want to be married to a preacher. Not even want to be associated with preaching and teaching the word of God. You got to learn. Hallelujah. Help me through here, Jesus. How to love what broke you. Love what almost destroyed you. Love what put your life into a world spin. Learn to love. Hey, Holy Ghost. Oh. Our beautiful people have fell in love with my work. Uh, Falling in love with Jesus was the best thing I've ever done. Falling in love with James Smith was the best thing I've ever done. Falling in love with my work. With my work is the best thing I've ever done. Woo! I said this last week, I think it was the pain of being an example. I know it's painful, but it's also rewarding. If God has chosen you, mm, 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 to be an example through pain, oh, your responsibility and the mantle that's on your life is heavy. Because everybody huh, can't carry what you've carried. Everybody huh, can't go through with what you went through. Everybody cannot maintain their sanity. God have mercy. When it's been one thing after the other, yeah, your entire life, it's been hell after hell, hardship after hardship, pain after pain. It's been suffering after suffering, trial after trial, struggle after struggle, disappointment after disappointment, frustration after frustration. Maintaining sanity. Ah, yeah, glory. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. But I want to tell you, if you if that's your testimony, I pray you figure out a way to love it. I pray that you figure out a way to love it because not everybody, God have mercy, can carry uh, that monkey on your back that you've been carrying. Woo. I preached a sermon one time. It's time to get the monkey off your back. 
But I changed that now. God has matured me now. And I see it differently. If that monkey want to stay on your back, God have mercy here. If that monkey want to stay on your back, you take that monkey with you everywhere that God has assigned your feet to tread. You take that monkey with you to every place that God has ordained for you. If the monkey want to stay on your back, you take him into the place. Take him into the inner course. Take him, God have mercy, into the holies of holies. Take that monkey with you to church. Take that monkey with you to the altar. Take that monkey with you to the God. I got what it takes. Mm, God help me here. I have what it takes. You have what it takes to carry the monkey. Uh, uh, hey. Almighty God, help me through here. Help me through here. Help me. You have to learn, beautiful people. Listen, figure out a way. I don't care what you got to do. But I need for you to figure out a way. To love what hurts you. Figure out a way to say I appreciate you. To every hard place. Every broken place. Every painful place. Every place of misunderstanding. Every place that you did not understand. Every place that you could not figure out. Huh? Uh. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Whew. God help me. Thank you, God, for choosing me for the hard battles. Thank you, God have mercy, for choosing me for a lot of the painful tasks. I, I didn't understand it then, but I appreciate them now. For where God, where the things and the places and the atmospheres and the settings that God is going to sit you in the midst of. That he's going to plant you in the midst of. You're going to need all of that to be effective in what you're doing. In what he wants for you to do. Who he's calling, assigning, and assigning you for. Ah, God help me. God help us. Ah. Mm. Don't stay there, beautiful people. Don't stay there. Do not remain. Stop trying to take up permanent residency in things and places that God only meant to be temporary in your life. Pick up your bed. Get up and walk. Get up from there. Some of you have been not you. We've 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 said it and it's made sense and it's been true and accurate. But there are a lot of people who have not been stuck. We've been saying, oh, you stuck. Some people have not been stuck there. Some people have just gotten comfortable. Some people have just many of you, many of us weren't stuck. We just got comfortable. And it's time for you to divorce comfort. Divorce it. Done with it. Mm -mm. I refuse. I refuse 
when 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 it's time, beautiful people, be willing to move. Do not wear out your welcome oh, in your process. Do not wear out your welcome in these temporary places that God has had you in. No. Mm-mm. <sighs> Ooh, Father. Father, Father, Father. Beautiful people, I got to get out of Dodge. Again, I appreciate y'all for riding with your girl. Ah, Holy Ghost. I want to I want to I want to say this, honey, do not worry. Do not worry. Whatever happens from here, it's on God. Bishop McCray, if you're still on here, whatever happens from here, somebody say it with me. Whatever happens from here, it's on God. Whatever. Whatever happens from here, it's on God. Obey God. Obey God. If God has ordered it, if God has instructed it, the provision will always make way for the vision. He told Elijah, God, y'all, I got to go. He told Elijah, he says, get up and go. Now, I just need you to obey. He says, get up and go. And then we look when he said, I have commanded. Oh, oh God, I did not want to do this. I have commanded somebody that you would not expect. God, help me here. You can't tell me that God won't use uh, people that you don't expect to bless you. God will use. God, help me here. God will use whoever. Uh, he will use whoever he has to use. God help me here to bless you. He told Elijah, he said, get up and go. Get up and go. Listen, he says, get up, which means where Elijah was. He had to call him out of He was comfortable there, but he wasn't challenged. Notice I didn't get to say this last night. Oh, God. But where Elijah was at the brook. His gift was not being used. He was not fulfilling the assignment on God's life where he was. He was quiet. The prophet was quiet. And so God said, get up and go. I got it. It's time for you to work. Get up and go. It's time for you to move now. There are some miracles. God, help me through here. There are some miracles that I want to facilitate through your loins. There are some miracles I want to facilitate through your voice. Miracles I want to facilitate. You are a movement, and I cannot have a movement stagnant. Oh, my God. You beautiful people, you're trying to look for a movement. To be a part of. You're trying to get connected to a movement. The Holy Ghost spoke to me. And said to me last night. And he said it to me today. You. And I wasn't meant. If I didn't say it last night. It wasn't meant for last night. But I'm telling you today. You. You are a movement. And when you are a movement. You are not meant to be stagnant. 
You were not ordained to be stagnant. You were not called to be stagnant. So he told him, he says, get up and go. Mm. I've had you in a season of hiding. I've had you in a place. God help me here. I've had you in a place where you were not functioning. You were not praying. You were not interceding. You were not preaching. You were not teaching. You were not doing anything. Now God is saying it's time now. I need for you to get up and go. He said, I need for you to get up and go. But I'm not telling you to get up and go. And I've not made provision. I've not told you to go and occupy and live in a place that I have not already. He says, I have commanded past tense. I have commanded. It ain't, it ain't got nothing to do with what they want. I have commanded. She don't. Some people don't even know that God is going to use them to bless you. Some people don't know that God is going to use them to set you in a place where he needs for you to be in order for you to do what he's called for you to do. When he gets to Zarephath, he says, I've commanded a widow there that's going to feed you. He gets there. And I got a journey. He gets there. The widow, the widow says, I don't have enough. She says, I just, I have just enough for me and my son, watch this, to eat and die. Move through here, Smith. Listen, I did not get to this either. But listen at this, honey. After she feeds the man of God, look at this, look at this. After she provides for the man of God, after she sustains, after she serves her purpose, her son dies. Yeah, yeah. Her son dies. Go and read it. First Kings chapter 17. Her son dies. But because, oh God, I feel this here. But because God chose her to sustain the man of God. Oh my God. He was, uh, he was there to revive. Woo. What had died in her life? Oh, 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 yeah. Listen, I'm telling you, God is not going to allow you to be a blessing to the men of God, to be a blessing to the women of God who serves as leaders that you've served, that you've helped sustain, that you've fed, that you've sacrificed for. God have mercy. And he not. God used those people to revive everything that has died in your life. Anything that has died, whether it's your gift, whether it's your ministry, whether it's your marriage, God will use. Help me. I got to move y'all. The mm, Listen, she said, she said, she said, God help me word this. She said, uh, she told Elijah when her son died, she told Elijah, she said, why, why did you come here in the first place? Whew. Why, why did you, why did you come here in the first place? Who, remember now, this is the same man of God who just took her just enough and prophesied more than enough. And not only did he prophesy more than enough, she obtained more than enough. Notice, go back and read it. Her oil never ran out. Her flour never ran out. But now she asked the man of God, why you came in the first place. Some people, you can bless their life and they won't see 
They won't see what you've done. Oh, listen, I, I, I gotta go. I appreciate you. I can't leave the little boy dead though. I can't leave him dead. The man of God, he told him, give me your child. He took up, took the son to the room, laid him on the bed and prayed to God. He stretched himself out over this young man. Prayed for God to put breath back in his body. And breath came back to him. So I'm saying to you, every dead thing, everything that's died in your life, everything that you thought was dead, God is going to use a man or woman of God to cause everything that has died in your life to be revived. And if you go back and look at it, I'm going, the woman, she, the same one that said, why did you come here in the first place? After she saw that her son was alive, she said, I see it all now. God have mercy. Remember, somebody, I said it, there are people looking for people like you. She said, I see it all now. You are a man of God. You're holy. And when you speak, God speaks. Woo! I got to go. I appreciate y'all for riding with your girl.